0: Hello and welcome to the Super Colorful Original Telecommunicated Transmission, otherwise known as ScottCast. Today I am joined in quarantine with none other than Drew from the Tim and Drew Show, <laughs> now defunct or possibly not existing. And uh, Ming Chen from uh, the Ming and Mike Show, a shared universe, all that. Hello, guys.
1: What's up, my friend?
0: Hello. I'm still alive. That's, that's a good check. <laughs> Whenever you're talking
1: to anybody, you know, then you say that with such confidence. It's like, I'm alive. Or I you know. gotta be like Eddie Vedder, though. Can you, like, can you give me a belt? Can you belt it out like Eddie Vedder on a Pearl Jam's 10 album?
2: <laughs> I'm alive.
1: Okay, close enough.
0: <laughs> well, isolated, isolate it, massage it in post. It'll be great. <laughs>
2: there you go. Uh, you
0: know, and yeah, it's just kind of tough. I'm in. Uh, Detroit right now, it's a kind of a hot spot. Ming Chen, you're, you're over there in Jersey. That's a hot spot. Drew, you're in Georgia. That's a hot spot. I think everything's a hot spot.
2: Detroit was a hot spot well before the coronavirus, so let's be honest.
1: <laughs> that's a thought. <laughs> I'm glad you're all still alive, though. Uh, obviously, it sounds like you guys are doing well, and uh, it's great to talk to you guys again. Uh, I haven't seen you guys in a couple months, and uh, we had a nice meeting back at uh, Astronomicon and uh, I'm I'm glad to be talking again so soon.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was nice fateful time that you were there and fateful that we're allowed to do this. I mean, if there is anything that's good about this, it's like we're really taking advantage of our ability to connect using the internet and stuff like that with other people while we can, you know,
1: and, yeah, absolutely, and 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 who knew? Uh, Astronomicon? I think that was my last Comic Con. You know, I go to a lot of Comic Cons, but that was kind of our last like big social gathering, I think, before all this went down. And um, I um, yeah, I mean, if if if, if hopefully it's not, but you know, if, if that's like the last one ever, uh, at least uh, you know we went on a good note with you guys.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> I definitely hope for the opposite of that <laughs> way more. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's like uh, if the astronomicon happened even like a couple weeks later, it might have been terrible for anybody who went there because that was like what mid February. Uh,
1: it was something right in like the that? beginning, I believe. It was right in the beginning, and uh, you know, I think we we'd heard inklings that you know it was going around Asia, but I yeah I I don't think anybody had any sense of what scale it would it would go to, and uh, you know, there's no chance.
0: Mike Zapsick did. Mike Zapsick did. I remember him being made fun of really early on. Yeah. I think, and I was making fun of him too, being like, oh, the paranoid guy. Yeah,
1: I take back all of that. Uh, yeah, I think, Geez, I want to say even January, maybe late January, he was buying boxes of face masks, and um, he was literally throwing hand sanitizer at me. He was like, here, take this, you might need it. And I'm like, come on. I, I Yeah, I did. I did laugh it off, I got to admit. And uh, you know, I'm not laughing anymore. He was right.
2: Well, that's, that's why, uh, Louisiana is about to be like one of the worst spots because they're, they're setting account for all the people that are out during, uh, Mardi Gras, you know, when, right, right when this was becoming a, a thing. So you got all those people who are out and about and, and exposing each other and not knowing it. So Louisiana is becoming such a huge hotbed. Of course, New York's getting it the worst, but, uh, Louisiana is going to catch up soon. And Georgia too, Georgia, they said, uh, we're we're about to peak like mid April, Atlanta, and I'm 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 right outside Atlanta. Like my whole area is just screwed. Um, it, it's crazy. It's crazy time to time to live. Nothing we haven't seen anything like this. In a while. And what's crazy too is you look at the some of the statistics. So many statistics go back to World War Two. Like uh, Wimbledon uh, is going to be most likely canceled if it wasn't already for the first time since World War Two. We're seeing the lowest carbon emissions since World War Two. <laughs> Like, it's it's nuts. We're about to see the probably the biggest influx of Nazis since World War Two
1: after this. Uh, (laughs) While you went from carbon to uh, Nazi, I don't know how you made that connection, but uh, I I I just assumed the white supremacists are
2: coming out. They're they're just going to come out. I don't know. I just assumed. Why not? I better, better time to know.
1: I think we want them to come out, right? Hey, hey, guys, go outside. It's nice out there, and uh, yeah, go go catch the virus so you guys can. (laughs) The
2: the Nazis would be yeah, they'll be done for. KKK though, they're good man. They they've been wearing face masks well before all of us.
1: Damn it! (laughs) (laughs) Only a joke a Southerner would make. make. Well done, my friend. Well done. (laughs) Well, I think uh, uh, Georgia just announced a lockdown, right? Like you've only you've you've only kind of been ordered just stay inside for less than a week oh my
2: god yeah because uh governor kemp and i'm not a political person i don't really pick sides but man uh i'll call somebody out when i see it and and so our governor uh early last week i believe did a press conference and said we didn't know that asymptomatic people could be contagious we just found this out this is a game changer like what you didn't know. Everybody knew that. What you that's such you a, didn't watch Joe Rogan? What's the deal? <laughs> it was just a, it was a piss poor excuse to try and cover, uh, cover his ass for not being more strict on our state. And uh, what, a, what a weird way, what a weird angle to take to, to claim such an asinine thing uh, to, to say that. Because clearly it's any sickness. If you're asymptomatic it doesn't mean you're, obviously you can still be contagious, you just don't have symptoms. Like, it's just weird that you didn't know
1: that so yeah i probably wouldn't have admitted that in public but but he did yeah,
2: yeah he got he got ripped apart so yeah schools schools canceled for us the, the year or closed for the rest of the year so we're doing everything uh you know from home
1: so which way have you guys leaned toward now there are two schools of thought on this uh you know we're not uh well well i think uh you you said you were essential you you're still working
2: yeah, I work at a at an animal hospital, so it's it's medical, so I mean, you know, people still need to get their animals treated and everything. So, uh, I I'm still I I I've been working every day since.
1: But uh, Scott, are you working right now? I don't want to gloat, but <laughs> I
0: have like the best situation possible right now. I've been working like uh in digital marketing, making like websites and tweaking stuff like that for a long time and I have like a retainer uh that Basically, he's gonna keep me afloat through this. Oh, that's so, great! Yeah, no, I, I, I'm working from home. Nothing has changed.
1: No, geez, glow, glow, down, my friend. Uh, that's a <laughs> rad, that's a kind of a rare situation right now, and I'm uh, I'm glad that it's working out and uh, that you're both uh, employed. I think for the people who aren't able to go back to work, um, there are two schools of thought. There's one where I was like, hey, I have all this time now. I'm gonna learn like how to play the guitar. And the xylophone, I'm gonna learn all these new skills, I'm gonna be productive, I'm gonna be awesome. <laughs> and then there's the other school where it's like, you know what, I'm just gonna play Animal Crossing until this thing blows over.
2: <laughs> Dude, I want to play Animal Crossing so bad. Uh Q Q was went on a rant the other day on Twitter about Animal Crossing, and oh my god, it was the funniest. Story. I've never seen somebody so angry over a video game. Yeah. Uh, uh, what is Animal Crossing? It's it's a very childish game i guess you could say i used to play it well back when i was a child back on like i think gamecube uh it's just something about it man it's just relaxing it's almost like a dumbed down version of the sims sort of uh, you just dumbed down version of the sims <laughs> yeah, yeah you just you just do minuscule shit and you live day to day and you you got these weird little animal friends it's like a furry simulator
1: Yeah, the difference is, uh, you know, back when The Sims was around, you you just played by yourself, but this was networked. So you can have your friends come over to, you build an island, I think, and people can come and visit it. And you got to collect fruits, and you can swap (laughs) fruits. And, um, yeah, I don't think there's much of a point to it, but I saw Brian Q. Quinn from (laughs) Impractical Jokers got it, and he was kind of live-tweeting his whole experience at it. And he was getting pissed off. He was getting genuinely pissed (laughs) off. it, It
2: was so bad. Oh, was so it was,
1: and um, yeah. If uh, if I could, I would totally shoot a whole web series of Mike Zabick trying to play Animal Crossing and him like throwing a switch against the wall as hard as he could.
2: <laughs> oh my god, I could only imagine. Yeah, I what's I've what's Mike doing? Man, I feel like he's probably see what I love about Mike. Uh, my favorite thing about Mike that people probably don't share with me is as I love to cook. I love food. I love to cook. I love recipes. uh, And I love that he was a chef and I love his, I want to know if he's still, you might know this answer for me um, and you could probably hook me up or help me out if he's still making hot sauce. Like, cause I want, I want in on that.
1: Yeah, so Mike, a uh, former chef for many years uh, before he got into yeah. the comic book uh, retail game. Uh-huh. And uh, for a while, yeah, he was cooking up small batches of Mike Zapsack hot sauce. And uh, we got we got bottles. I made up a label for him. Um, we were handing them out as kind of like VIP incentives for certain comic cons. And uh, he hasn't made a batch of sauce in a couple of years. I don't know if he either got sick of it or he just got tired of doing it or maybe he's saving it for a big occasion. But uh, it, it became kind of a, a collectible after a while, and um, you know now now he's totally got time right now. He should be cooking batches of hot sauce. I'm I gonna, am. and if he does, I'll get you a bottle for sure. You tell
2: him, man. I ah, that, that so uh they did a. I don't know if you recall or not. I don't, no, you weren't part of it. One of the Tell Us days Patreon episodes. They did a. uh uh, a special like cooking show with with him, and it was it was sort of like Guys Grocery Games, right? And my favorite thing about it was being a huge Tom D- St- Tell him Steve Day fan wasn't even TSD. It was it was watching Mike watching Mike like judge them and work because again I love Guys Grocery Games, love cooking, right. so it was it was fun seeing seeing somebody like Mike, somebody like me, you know, like a comic nerd, but also somebody who likes to cook. I was I was watching it, it was fun. I want I want to see more of that so. Yeah, I feel like cooking shows are going to get a huge resurgence.
1: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I think. Uh, well, I mean, one, there's no restaurants right now. I mean, you can d- do takeout. We can't really go to a restaurant. So, nope. uh, I mean, you're really not even supposed to be outside anymore. So uh, unless you are trusting of the delivery person to not be <laughs> infected, I think it's safer to cook your own food. So, yeah, you're right. I think a lot of people are watching shows that we're trying to replicate that. And, um, so yeah, you asked about Mike. So our, the, the shop is closed as much as we tried to argue it. We've, we found out that comic books are not an essential business, (laughs) (laughs) which of course we could, all three of us could put up a pretty, pretty big argument about that. So, um, Mike's been going in for a couple hours a day and, uh, we're still doing mail order. If uh, anybody wants anything, they can call him at the store and he'll mail it out to you. But, um, that was about it. I was like, Hey Mike, man, like, you know, we should do like curbside service. I was just
2: going to say that. I mean, I work at an animal hospital. We're doing curbside service. Like, yeah.
1: So, um, how does that work for anyone who who's never done that?
2: Uh, so what we're doing again in animal hospital, which actually is tricky because uh, you know, we have people that bring their pets in for just their regular, like, you know, annual vaccines. But then we also have people that are coming in for a dog who's, sick or like you know vomiting or limping or has a big cut on its leg uh usually you know we we load them into an exam room we have the pet there and the owner at the same time we talk to them we can't do that because we're not allowing anybody into the into the building so we have to get all this information over the phone then go out get the pet go and do the exam so it's a lot of a uh, phone tag and, and going in and out and talking to people um but i mean we still manage to get the job done so like i you know I feel bad for small businesses. I, I want them to be able to still function. And I feel like if they can find a way to one justify staying open, which I know is hard, uh, but find a way to do some sort of curbside. I mean, if an, if an animal hospital can do curbside, if I can, uh, you know, put a cast on a dog via telephone, then, you know, you should, for instance, be able to sell a couple comic books. through Yeah, for telephone. sure. I think, it's, yeah,
1: I was like, Hey man, you should do curbside. You should do delivery. Yeah. And uh, I guess Mike didn't want to do that. So, I, I mean, I, you know, half the experience of going to a comic book shop is actually going oh, yeah. to the shop. But I was like, hey, you could FaceTime people and then like give them a tour <laughs> and show them what books are around. And, uh, and don't does even me. I don't, during see, I don't see
2: Mike doing that at all.
1: <laughs>
2: Maybe get them.
0: Like, don't even Maybe talk. Get like, uh, just hold the phone and accept directions of where to walk to. and just <laughs> Be the hands right. of the people.
1: Right. Yeah yeah, Yeah, you can put it you know, make it like a whole first person experience kind of thing. It's like, no, 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 the left. No, you're left. <laughs> you're left. Okay, no, wait, one thirty one? No, one thirty three. Okay, got it. Okay, what else do you want next? <laughs> yeah, I guess it wasn't that wasn't gonna be worth it. So and uh I think Mike's been telling me like when he's not shipping out comics, he's been cleaning in the shop. And you know anything about comic shops, uh even even the ones that seem to be like very well organized. Uh, or not there's a lot of probably years worth of dirt and grime somewhere and um yeah i don't really envy him right now if he's truly if he's cleaning the shop
2: oh yeah screw that i had a a local comic shop out here that i was a regular at and i knew the owner and and all the the staff and yeah, that place is it was great but it was filthy uh it's never clean no matter what you do especially they also they they did they did magic there so they you know they did friday night magic Oh, yeah. So you got a bunch of <laughs> fat, smelly dudes. So it smelled like B.O. the next Saturday every day.
1: Right.
2: Wait, PO- wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like, like uh, the magic people are all fat, smelly dudes. Is this like a, a thing amongst the magic yeah, community? Yeah, like 80% of them, except for me. I smell good. I smell like Usher. This is the brand <laughs> of cologne that I use.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is bad. Uh, my buddy and I went to, we drove to Ohio for a, a tournament, for a magic tournament. And there was like hundreds and hundreds of people. And, oh. Oh, oh, Magic: The Gathering. Yeah. I thought you were talking about like a corner behind the ear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right,
1: yeah, watch me, watch me pull some deodorant out of a hat. And like, oh my like, god, <laughs> they need that. It's bad, dude. Uh, I, I I'm would, just imagining. I, I would think you know, Magic. You're at big table. You know, you're at tables. You know, close proximity. I think the bo might actually be a, a kind of a strategy. Even you know, it helps yeah. you not concentrate. It's like, oh man, uh, you know, like, hey, I forgot how many mana points that was. Like, uh, I, I, I was so overwhelmed by this guy's smell. I, uh, yeah, it might, it might even be a strategy. I'm not really sure. It's a um, fact, though.
2: It is. It's distracting. There's been times I've played against guys. I used to play Magic all the time. And uh, there's times, yeah, I'll be against somebody. I'm like, fuck, man, I can't concentrate. Like, you smell so fucking <laughs> bad, dude. And you, you must know. But I guess, you know, you just don't got to care in the world. You almost got to. Like applaud that kind of freedom,
1: right? Although I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not one to talk. I can't even remember. I think I haven't showered in a couple of days. You know, because what, like, why bother at this point?
2: Well, yeah. See, so you're you're oh, not you, going out.
1: Yeah, you both leave the house. So, or actually, well, you leave the house. I don't. Yeah, know. I still, still got a shower. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, my other idea was like, hey, like, can we just put some Twinkies on the counter? You know, a couple microwave burritos and. Um, you know, some couple cans of Pepsi, and we'll call it a convenience store.
2: I mean, yeah. Hey, well, like, uh, liquor stores are still staying open, and I don't really know how. Uh, so right across from my clinic, we share a parking lot with a liquor store, conveniently enough for me. And uh, the owner and I are good friends. Uh, and and he's managing to stay open, and I think it's because he sells he sells like chips and shit, like snacks.
1: I am um, here in Jersey they specifically cited liquor stores as an essential business and um I a lot of people were like that that ain't essential you don't need liquor to survive and I'm like oh but you do like trust imagine, me.
2: trust me you do
1: Yeah there's there's the old saying where liquor is the solution to and the cause of all problems
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah it'll be a bigger problem if we just stopped the liquor Yeah right
1: I I think, uh, you know, alcoholics are a desperate lot, my friends. And uh, I think, yeah, if they Uh, close all the liquor stores that I I, and I, I'm not. But if I were an alcoholic, yeah, it it would be time to go door to door and be like, give me all your liquor. (laughs) Spare a cup of whiskey, please. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I think I think (laughs) uh, I think it'd get pretty bad if they actually close down liquor shops. So that I don't think that's happening anytime soon.
0: No, I I actually kind of feel safe at the liquor stores because like I'm in Hamtramck right by whiskey in the jar. Yes. And um, the, so the liquor stores are all bulletproof glass, all kind of all like that. So it's like you go there and you know you're not exchanging anything with at least the people ringing you up because they're all being careful too. They got the gloves, they got masks on too. <laughs> that's a good point, and that's normal.
1: Good point. And uh, God, man, you just sparked a memory that I haven't had in a couple of months. So Hamtramck, Michigan, uh, you know, kind of a, a working class neighborhood, and. Detroit, mm-hmm. home to uh, some of my favorite dive bars and a lot of cool businesses. Uh, I, yeah, last time I was on Hamtramck, I was at Whiskey in the Jar. And uh, I'm not proud to say this, but I, I kind of am. But I threw <laughs> up in the streets of Hamtramck. I you did. Oh. I did? I did.
0: I did. Um, you're practically an honorary citizen at this yeah, point. Yeah, I
1: felt you know it's kind of a badge of honor. I was waiting for an Uber to that a friend had called to take me over to Lafayette Coney Dog. I was talking. I was like, "Excuse me, guys, for a second. I went around the corner. I uh, I did what I had to do. I came back, and uh, yeah, and I felt much better. So the uh, yeah, there are one of our favorite bars. Yeah, Whiskey in the Jar in Hamtramck, Michigan. Um, every time we go there, weird, crazy things happen. And um, was
0: it right outside of Whiskey in the Jar? It was
1: not. Um, if uh, for anyone familiar with the area, right around the corner and kind of down the street, there's a taco joint that's open late. Oh yeah, yeah. And, right on Campo, huh? Yeah, we tried to get some tacos there, and uh, the cooks there were, were very high. They were stoned, so they were not cooking very fast. And at some point, um, me and uh, uh, my friend Dave, who is uh, one of the co-owners of Podcast Detroit, was like, you know what? Let's just go over to Lafayette Coney Dog. Uh, we'll get much faster service there. And uh, yeah, it was at that point. I was like, all right, hold on. You got, you're going to have to give me a minute. And uh, all right, I feel better. Let's go. Let's roll. <laughs>
0: I'm going to go over there while no one's in the streets and I'm going to put a plaque that says Ming Chen puked here. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I, think that, I, I mean, I think I've earned it. I've definitely earned it, I think. And,
0: yeah. Like one of those historical markers with the bronze, like bust of you on the bottom. Right.
1: Yeah. It'll, uh, it, it'll be as iconic as, uh, you know, the, the, um, you know, Cobo Hall and, uh, that, that big fist <laughs> statue. I can't remember what that one's called, but, and, um, uh, you know, and you'll get that plaque up in Hamtramck before they erect the RoboCop statue in Detroit. So,
0: oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, I work a lot faster than they do with that. <laughs> is that is that wait is that a real thing? The RoboCop statue. I mean, I heard about that. Is that real? I think it's kind of. It's hard to tell what's real in Detroit because there was the Baphomet statue that turned out to be totally real.
2: Yeah. Well, um, well we know that the drinking water out there isn't real. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's Flint. Detroit's pretty good for drinking water, yeah. apparently. So I want to
1: say back in 2013 or 14, um, uh, an artist raised a, a GoFundMe or a Kickstarter. I think he's trying to get $50,000 to make a, a bronze RoboCop statue that they would then try to get approval to display in Detroit. And uh, I, thought, I thought it was a great idea. I, they wanted to make it as iconic as the Rocky statue in right. Philadelphia. And I was like, "What a great idea!"
0: You yeah, that is fair, right? Like, if Philadelphia can have Rocky, we can have RoboCop, right?
1: Right. If we you know, all of a sudden putting up fictional characters and celebrating <laughs> them in, in a public area and and, and um, enshrining them in, in bronze <laughs> is a thing, then Detroit deserves RoboCop. We do. Yes,
0: it's it's about time. Yeah.
1: So they they went they blew way past that fifty thousand dollar goal. I think they end up getting like seventy or a hundred thousand. And from what I heard, the, uh, the artist who, who was going to do it, he made it. It's in a warehouse right now. And uh, the city, of course, didn't approve for it to be displayed in the city. I can't remember where it's going, but they did figure out a public place that they could put it up. And I don't know when they're going to dedicate it or put it up. But uh, I, I mean, I'm all for this. I think RoboCop is a symbol of, uh, <laughs> of power and security in the city of Detroit yeah way more than like the actual cops right i mean if the detroit police force was more you know dead or alive you're coming with me i think there'd be less crime. i'm just saying (laughs)
0: let's analyze robocop shall we (laughs) now's the time to now's the time to upgrade everything because even like criminals even crime is down everywhere because everyone's staying inside
1: Yeah, so yeah, I was thinking about that. It was like, is crime up? Is crime down? Um, You know, what's a criminal to do in these times? See, I would think crime
2: is up. Now, the reason I say this is from personal experience. So, (laughs) okay, what did you do last night, Drew? (laughs) (laughs) No, when I was uh, when I was in the military, when I was in North Dakota, we had this, this this I I was in a small town in North Dakota, unfortunately, and we had a a massive flood. It was fucking Canada's fault. Canada opened up a dam and just let all the fucking water rush down and just drowned North Dakota because we were right. We were the town I was in was like 30 minutes from, from the border of Canada. Anyway, they, they opened up this dam and it went through this river into North Dakota. Uh, and it was, it was detrimental. It was, it was the equivalent to, uh, hurricane Katrina in new Orleans, just, Nobody knew because it's, I mean, it's fucking North Dakota. I mean, nobody even knows this state even exists anymore. Uh, but it was so bad that like literally the entire town was wiped out. And then we took in, at this point, we were calling like the locals refugees. They were living on our base. They were sleeping in like aircraft hangars on base as refugees. They were sleeping in bunk beds and shit. We had Damn. families and stuff. When was this? What year was this? Uh, this would have been probably 20 12 2011 maybe. I mean there's YouTube videos, okay. I'll send you a link later. There's YouTube videos like helicopter footage. Uh you can see the flooding. It's it's to the rooftop. Like there's I, I got pictures of my Facebook from when I was there uh where the the floodwaters are at the roof of Burger King. Like the Burger King sign is like underwater. Wow,
1: it, so it got it got it flooded that bad.
2: Yeah, the entire town was washed away and then And then we had us, my military base, National Guard Air Bay was was in. And um, so anyway, it was, yeah, it was terrible. And what sucked is like once everything got cleaned out, uh, nobody rebuilt. There's one, there's no rent ceiling there. So once the floodwaters and everything went away and everything is cleared out, uh, apartment, like landlords and stuff, they, they upped the rent because there's no rent ceiling they could charge. Right? So to get a one bedroom apartment in Minot, North Dakota would have been like 1200 bucks, which is good. Fucking obscene. Uh, and, but anyway, so backtracking to like crime increase is crime actually increased for us. There's like a bunch of scuba divers. <laughs> <in> North Dakota. <laughs> no, <the> re- <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, the reason why crime increased though is because of a MS 13. Um so part of MS13 which seems obscene to think of a Mexican gang in North Dakota but part of their MO is when a natural disaster hits and people evacuate and they leave uh they go and they loot like you know evacuated towns and houses and stuff so they can they can they can loot and, and steal all sorts of shit from people's houses uh so there was actually a spike in crime during that during that period Uh, And I'm surprised that's actually not happening right now. Uh, I think everybody's everybody's just too scared. Uh, I think the media and everything has struck so much fear and not necessarily like inaccurate fear. I don't think it's I don't think the media is doing fear mongering. Uh, Sometimes it's okay to be scared. (laughs) And people should people should be. This is bad. I mean, look at how look at how bad New York is, like how quickly in a day, how much. Of an advance they make in 24 hours, in and I think Gandalf cases.
0: said in the Fellowship of the Ring, <laughs> "Fear is wisdom in the face of danger."
2: You right. should not pass.
0: That's a good quote. <laughs> I don't care if he's fake. Right. We got RoboCop coming up.
1: But since it, said in Karate Kid, "Fear does not exist in this dojo," does it? <laughs> but we're not in this dojo. Yeah, you're right. Damn it. You're right. There are no dojos open right now. That's a good point.
0: <laughs> right they close because fear is everywhere <laughs>
1: <laughs> but <laughs> you yeah, can't well, hold our motto. But with no businesses open there's no one to hold up so okay so i guess uh like armed robbery is probably down i could i i would imagine um but maybe breaking and entering is up though and uh yeah i i i i was like wait if there're no businesses open yeah is is, is are people going to start looting Are people going to start taking flat screen TVs? And uh, yeah, so far everyone's been pretty civilized. So hopefully it stays that way.
2: It's pretty good. I mean, that's down with, uh, so what? So schools, schools have been closed now for pretty much across the country. Yep. For the rest of the year, schools are out. So no more school shootings. So that's good. We're going to see a a big rise in, in mothers being shot by their kids. But, you know. Less casualties across the board, though, as far as school shootings go. So that's- Drew I need to ask: uh, Was this the tasteful
0: joke you said you had? Yeah, that was tasteful, right?
2: It was. It was. It. it it's there. It was better. Yeah, it, was- it was better than the school shooting jokes I've made in previous episodes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Domestic uh, yeah, disputes. Uh, yeah, those went down pretty smooth. Oh so, yeah. Good job. Good job.
2: I told you you said at least school's closed you can't make a school shooting joke I was like no I got one lined up don't worry right waiting. It's, just, it's just homeschool shooting
1: right yeah does that count as a school shooting I don't think so
2: right <laughs> oh yeah.
1: So, I mean, since you were only kind of ordered to stay back since last week, like, had you been staying at home anyways?
2: Um, yeah, for the most part. Uh, I mean, conveniently enough, like I pretty much my the parking lot that my job is in is connected to a, like a Walmart parking lot. So if I have to oh, go wow. to the store, I can just shoot over real quick and run in. Uh, but my wife and I stocked up on on food not too long ago. Uh, but we're running low, so we're gonna have to make a run
1: here soon. Um, How is that. your uh, how's your toilet paper supplies going?
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, we're good, we're good. Her her parents ordered some uh, toilet paper off Amazon for us, I think, not too long ago. So so we're good. And then we got a dickload load of baby whites from my from my youngest son. So
1: oh, nice. Okay, yeah, those are always work. Those those will work better. Even oh yeah,
2: they're the best. Uh, probably not for my plumbing, but but they're great.
1: So wow, okay. We're, we're good. All right. I'm glad uh I'm glad you had the foresight to stock up on uh on <laughs> such an essential. Um yeah, I'm I'm trying not to leave the house now, but you know, I've had to make a living it runs at the grocery store. And uh yeah, it's weird. They put the pl- the big plexiglass plate in front of all the cashiers so they can't, oh, can't get keys done. Um, you know, they have the little the the tapes so everybody stays six feet apart. Um, really
2: I haven't seen that where I'm I saw a report that Walmart is about to I think it's nationwide that Walmart's going to limit the amount of people they allow in the store
1: that's probably a good idea I think that's one thing I've seen uh like the bigger supermarkets here they haven't really limited people so you know it's kind of a free-for-all and it's it's
2: hard for such a big business though so what what I read was they're, you know they're only have one entrance and it was like I think it was like six people per every thousand square foot. I mean, that's, that's a lot of work. I feel bad. I don't want to be the person who has to like stand there and like, you know, measure people out every thousand square feet. Like, Hey, back up, back up two feet.
1: Right. I guess the Walmart greeter has like an actual job now. Like he has power now. Yeah. but They're
2: so old and,
1: and fragile.
0: (laughs) They are the most unmotivated employee yeah. in the workforce
1: nationally. They are. There's no doubt about that. But I'm, I'm wondering if, uh, you know, they become I, I, like I, I'm using the word deputized. I know that's not the right word. But right.
0: They
1: have Power. It might be too light of a word. Right. Where he's like, no, you can't come in or no, you have to leave. And I, I don't know what other powers that, that they've been bestowed upon. But, you know, for the <laughs> first time ever, the Walmart greeter has its huge power, has responsibility. And, uh, you know, they can't fail the corporation or us. If they fail us, we could die.
2: Right? Yeah, the Walmart yeah. greeter is the most important person in the country right now. <laughs> The
0: linchpin of democracy.
1: He's the first line to, he's, he or she is the first line of defense. So you know, this is the world we live in, guys.
0: And imagine if Walt Flanagan was one of those Walmart. Hey, he buyers. wanted and that
1: job, didn't he? he, he did, Yeah. He, that was his retirement plan. When as far as to fill out the online online application.
2: Yeah, I bet he doesn't <laughs> want that job now.
1: No, well, probably not. Um, I have not talked to him since uh, we went on, on like true lockdown. I guess we've been uh, it's been about two weeks. Uh, but I heard uh, I heard rumors he's been drawing. He's been at home at home pretty much drawing the whole time. So uh, who knows what comes out of that? In the last couple of decades, last few decades, two most dangerous
2: jobs: being a young man storming the beach of Normandy, and being an eighty year old in twenty twenty as a Walmart greeter.
1: That's right.
2: Two most dangerous jobs,
1: right? I, um, I, I don't use the word hero very often, gentlemen. But eighty-year-old Walmart greeter that is now, you know, telling saying. Who comes in who comes in and who can't they might be the true heroes uh, well not not yeah. the true heroes but you know like a low level hero maybe low, low true hero, enough hero, you know, like like you can legally use as a, as the uh, under, to to bestow the, the world's hero, or hero I don't know you're backtracking
0: this hero designation so hard I am, immediately. I'm
1: I like, oh man, I, I made a big mistake and now I'm going to try to save myself.
2: Oh They're like the, uh, the real life superheroes. What are they doing?
1: You think they're out there doing things? You,
2: you, uh, you guys had, what's his name? Phoenix Jones on Comic Book Men.
1: Oh yeah. So uh, for anybody who doesn't know, Phoenix Jones was a real guy who wore a costume and went out in real life and tried to fight crime in the Seattle area. And um, I was like, whoa, check out this guy's story. We got to get him on the show. So he came on and uh, he taught us for one night how to fight crime in the city, our city of Red Bank, New Jersey, which nothing really happens around here. A lot of white collar crime. And uh, he pretty much got disgusted at us that we weren't taking it seriously. You know um, what's,
2: you know what's <laughs> funny about that, Ming? Is uh, before, well before I have a knew Scott, well before I even watched comic book, man, well before I watched or, or uh, listened to Tumsy Dave or any other podcast is I actually had a podcast it was a video game podcast with some buddies of mine and after we done a couple episodes I watched this documentary on HBO about real life superheroes and I got one of those guys on as a guest the episode is on the internet somewhere and I got him on as a guest and he actually he was one of the guys on HBO on the, on the documentary and he knew Phoenix Jones and a According to him, in my interview, a lot of those guys do not like Phoenix Jones. Right? (laughs) They said that uh, that all of it was a gimmick, and it was all it was all just to build up his UFC career. Right. And he was he was full of shit.
1: Right. Well, no. Well, I don't know if you've checked the news lately, gentlemen. But Uh uh, not only is he not fighting crime anymore or doing MMA, he uh, he got arrested (laughs) about a month ago for selling ecstasy. He, uh, he got caught selling to an undercover agent um, last year, and he got, he got charged a month ago, so I believe he might be in jail right now. So, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. so I don't, I don't think we'll be associating ourselves with him anytime soon.
2: God damn it, the Urban Avenger was right. That was the superhero I interviewed.
1: Urban yeah Avenger <laughs> no, was he saying, he's like hey man watch out for this guy man I don't know about him
2: uh he dude <laughs> I gotta I gotta find I have that recording somewhere it's so funny one I was like first off we had a we had a set time to record and then he emailed me from his superhero email and was like hey I need like an hour and I was like okay well I already started drinking and at that point I couldn't stop so by the time we started the interview I was like blackout drunk and uh. So then I he I brought up Phoenix Jones and he obviously was upset about it. And so I just antagonized it more. And he really got mad about Phoenix Jones like he was not having it. And apparently all those superheroes out there don't like him. Like they really, really don't like Phoenix Jones and and all the publicity he was getting because I guess he was a fraud, man. He was like, I don't know. He was just slipping reporters ecstasy pills to get coverage.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So uh yeah he'll be he'll be fighting crime in jail, I guess.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, at least it's not hard to find.:
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um.
0: Like, what if this all turns out to be like a cover job that Phoenix Jones is going undercover, going into the jails, and like it's revealed afterwards that he took down this giant ring of uh, I don't know, criminals.:
1: That's a pretty elaborate way to take down a, a, um, a criminal org- organization. It sounds
2: like season two of Daredevil on Netflix.
1: Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's been done, Scott. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I think uh, I think Phoenix Jones is just going to have to do his time and then get out. and. Uh, Does he get back into the superhero business when he comes back? I don't think Urban Avenger and his crime-fighting wife are going to allow it.
1: Oh yeah! They, you think they, they're gonna show up? Maybe There's a, from from I guess from what I understand, I mean these guys would go out on their own, but they were kind of under like um like they were kind of like a like a like a whacked out like Justice League, right? Where they would gather and you know like they were under one 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 group, I guess. Yeah, yeah. They, they were. What they, they would they, they did, gather they, to do though? They,
2: no, they had they had different. There were like different groups. There was like uh like justice league and then like the avengers and like you know there were separate uh chains i guess and and um and when i talked to him like it, w- it was interesting everything he said and, and this guy he was just a normal dude probably younger than me and uh he had a wife his wife did it and like when i was interviewing him he was at work he was working like in a like a pay booth or something like at a parking lot or something and uh and he was gonna get off work and then go home and put his uniform on and go out and like meet up with his, with his justice league or whatever. And they were going to like look at local crimes and they they had a whole organization set up. It was actually like, it was almost, uh, I was almost jealous. I was like, man, I wish I had something like that. Like you (laughs) guys have this like fun thing that you guys get together to do and you kind of make a change. Uh, They didn't really, make a difference at all or solve anything. But but they they, <laughs> but tried. they sounded like they were. <laughs> it sounded fun, man. Like I don't I would have I would have probably been in on it, maybe for like a day. I mean you're basically doing that
0: right now because you're on a podcast. I mean let's be real. We're about stopping as much crime as they did Are we? in their heyday. Probably like what how much crime does does a superhero dressed up as like a insane person really stop? This isn't a comic book. It's not like he's got Bruce Wayne money over it here. It's not like Elon me. Musk If, if I was
2: up. about to break into, like, say, a gas station or a house, and then some dude dressed up like a fucking Ninja Turtle walked up to me and was like, hey, stop! I probably, but how does he know you're there? Stopped. Because, man, they... They're they're loiterers and they're they're criminals they're criminals in their own right because they're trespassing and they're stalking people.
1: Yeah, you're not far off. So I pulled up um, the group that Phoenix Jones was associated with. It was called the Rain City Superhero Movement. Uh-huh, yeah, and um, they uh they had such luminary characters in their organization, such as Thorn, Buster Dome, the Green Reaper, the Mantis, Prodigy. Gemini, no name cat, 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 Catastrophe 188 Penelope and, the, and rounding up that cast of characters is Phoenix Jones and um, they, they had a whole they, 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 it was a rotating cast of characters so there was like Midnight Jack and Red Dragon so it says they stopped such crimes as um, drunk driving uh, let's see helping people stranded, helping people in stranded vehicles, uh, they have stopped carjackings they aided in the apprehension of a sex offender uh, they would escort people to their cars late at night and they dealt with the men making threatening statements while swinging a golf club. So <laughs> these aren't like, you know, it's like, hey, we stopped Lex Luthor from like um, <laughs> launching a nuclear device at the, the state of California.
2: Well, so you why know? do I feel like the sex offender they stopped was like while they were in a staff meeting? They were like, hey, <laughs> Joe, I need you to stop trying to diddle that kid over there.
1: Right. Hey, no name. up <laughs> it like, no it it to. It's
2: one of their own. They're like, "Hey, stop touching my kid, please." Right. <laughs> I kind of had the same
0: thought hearing that—that that, like them stopping a sex offender was realizing one of their own was really screwed up, and then just they just kicked them out. Called it a tally. <laughs> oh man. Like, does Phoenix Jones, like, does this, uh, you got the page <clears throat> up, man. I does Phoenix Jones, um, is that group still active, um, even though Phoenix Jones is incarcerated? Is not. It
1: says the last line in Wikipedia says on May 29, 2014, Phoenix Jones officially declared that the Rain City superhero movement was over. So uh, they disbanded uh, us about almost six years ago for whatever reason.
2: There's a there's a whole website that shows all of their different branches. That's how I reached out to the one guy from the HBO documentary. Well, actually, the guy I wanted to get from the HBO documentary I couldn't get. It was he was the main guy on the HBO documentary. I couldn't get him, so I ended up getting his in the documentary. You see him uh, teaching. He's got like a a young Padawan, so to speak, and and I got the young Padawan. And uh, wow.
1: oh, I so like the main guy, I guess he was too busy fighting crime to come on a podcast with you.
2: Yeah, I think he was like on some intergalactic <laughs> fucking thing, like he was, yeah, like he had like his own Thanos sort of that he was taking care of,
1: right? Right? So, I mean, all right, well, I, I think bar. he missed out though, he missed out by being on a podcast with you for sure. <laughs>
2: Uh, that, that he should have fun. let Thanos go <laughs>
0: to be on the Drew
2: show that, that, the, the, guy that, the guy that I wanted to get he was like the highlight of that documentary he's like the I haven't watched it yet but we all know it Tiger King the documentary oh of course yes he was like the Tiger King of the superhero of it. like I think he, he ran around if I remember correctly he ran around with like a, a trash can lid as like a Captain America shield and like he had, a, he had a whole I mean me and probably 90% of the country would call it a rape van but he he would call it like a superhero mobile but it's definitely a rape van right uh, he he might be that sex I trust it even stuff.
0: less that he calls it a superhero mobile well I don't
2: know what he calls it I mean the guy that interviewed called it his like key of Justice or some shit like that even still
0: trust it even less than just generic rape van <laughs>
1: Right, like give it something like make it look like the turtle mobile or something, right? Uh, you got a paint job. You you bought a costume. There there was some paint job on it. it's, it's a good
2: documentary. I can't remember. It's on HBO. It's it's old now. It's 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 been out for a while. Uh it's I can't remember what it's called, but anyway, if you just if you just google like real life superhero HBO documentary, it's actually a really good documentary. Um and and uh yeah, like the, the kid that he's like training is is who I interviewed who I guess by the time I interviewed him, he, he graduated, and he and his wife were out fighting crime. They got kids, too. I don't know. I guess they fucking get a babysitter. I don't even know if I asked this, but, like, do you get a babysitter? Right. Like, hey, you need to come babysit. We had to go out and fucking fight crime for a couple hours.
1: Yeah, and then, you know, do the kids... Come up and become superheroes as well. It does the you know? Does one of them get killed? They have to avenge their death. Like I, it's a whole thing, <laughs> How man. How deep does this get?
2: <laughs> one of them has to die. I mean, that's just comic book lore. Or one of the right. parents has to die. Somebody's got to die. Between like, if there's one kid and two parents, one of the three has to die.
1: I mean, that's that's <laughs> the risk you run as a, as a crime fighter. So exactly. you you risk death each and every time you put on that costume.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, they 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 didn't they didn't solve any crimes. I don't think. I think I think he told me of one, but it wasn't that impressive.
1: Right. Okay. They didn't stop a plot or anything.
2: No, he, he stopped small things. Uh, yeah.
1: All right. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I applaud anyone trying to do good in this world. It's uh, you know some of it may be misguided at times, but yeah, probably misguided. Um. But you know, better him than me, I guess. <laughs> I
2: mean, you can only you can only do that. That that gig in certain locations, like where I live in Metro Atlanta, specifically in my town, let let little old white me put a costume on and walk around town and try and tell people to stop.
1: Right, right. Not you would, bring, uh, <laughs> yeah. You would look like that kid in Kickass for sure. You would look like <laughs> oh my god.
0: Yeah. Although nowadays it wouldn't be so crazy to have a mask on in public. No, not at all. It might be, this might be the actual rise of vigilantism because uh, the masked Avengers are now lurking in our midst as but common people.
1: Yeah. That's probably how it would happen. I, um, yeah, either, either Atlanta or Detroit, man. I would love to see some guy rise up and try to fight crime in either of those towns and live to tell the tale for sure.
2: (laughs) Well, in Atlanta, it's definitely got to be a black guy for sure. A white dude can't do it. It's got to be a black guy or a Mexican. (laughs) Right, uh, but that's that's about it. So if Phoenix Jones ever gets out anytime soon, he can come back out here, and uh, you know, I'll will support him.
1: Uh, yeah, I will too. You know, if he if he pays his pays his dues and does his time, and uh, comes out a re- rehabilitated man, I guess. Sure. I mean, it's just selling ecstasy, right? What's yeah? Well, come on, <laughs> it wasn't heroin or nothing. It wasn't even weird. Was Ecstasy's a party drug. Thank
0: you for crying out loud! He was just supplying some dubstep <laughs> concert. He was probably a hero at the time. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Skrillex wouldn't have had a great concert without Phoenix Jones,
1: <laughs> for sure. For sure. So you know, so, so there's uh, a hero to the dubstepers for sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I I had one quick question to ask before. That's, uh, yeah, it, that's great, it, man. Because uh, Ming, this is something I want to talk to you about because. I myself I'm a huge Walking Dead fan. Uh, okay. Of the books specifically. But um also the show. I read the books uh I don't know. I got into the books back in like oh eight when I when I joined the military. Um and, and and I didn't have like much freedom or anything and like when I was in, in my my police academy, military police academy school, you don't you don't really get to go anywhere or do anything. So I got into the Walking Dead. Anyway, uh, are you still watching the show up to this point? Now
1: I have not. I stopped probably back in season eight, right after Carl died. Oh Jesus, just, you're
2: way behind.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I've been I've been peeking in here and there. Um, mm. I uh, I I haven't. Um, I, I've been skipping around here and there. I really like Ryan Hurst's uh, beta character and uh-huh. uh, and Samantha more more than his alpha character. And I, I know what recently happened is I pulled up. Yeah. Uh, I think the I think I pulled up last week's episode while I was up really late one night. Yeah. and um and uh I, I know but I've really been skipping around so I don't I mean, I kind of know where they are in the storyline but uh from what I hear this season I guess season 10 has been pretty good and I should yes. really get back to it
2: this is uh this is so I I haven't been the books are a million times better than the show I mean oh, I love yeah. the show but I mean, they can only translate so much from, from the show to the book. I do think there's weird things that they did that they they uh, chose... Uh, weird directions they chose to take for the show. Uh, like, oh, with Rick and Carl, like, why? I don't know. They're You know what I mean? Like, killing them off just completely changes the storyline of the book.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure.
2: It makes no sense. And, like, sure. there's a part in the book with Alpha's daughter. Uh, I don't know if you remember... When, when in the book, when she licks Carl's eye socket, yes, like I wanted to see that in yeah, the show does. so fucking bad, right? Licked his eye socket, yes, and, um, dude. It's, why? Well, one, it's I mean, all things considered, it's a very serious, heartfelt moment. And it's a very important moment in the book because Carl's a virgin. The, the licking of the eye
0: socket yes. was important, yes, and
2: heartfelt, yes. It's it's really important. Like this is the first like kind of like you know sexual interaction he has. And he's going all out, man. He's get, he's 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 getting his eye socket licked. When did you ever get your eye socket lit, Scott? Never. This guy in right. eye you socket. You got that, lit. you got a point. It was serious, <laughs> but like there's a lot of things that changed. Uh but but they they're sticking to the main storyline, so like you just kinda hinted at me. We won't say anything, but you know what happens. Um yes. it, obviously that has to happen because it's it's key to the story. But oh yeah, I, for sure. It was it was very well done in the show. Um,
1: yeah, I just uh, when they started losing key characters, and, and you know, for me, it all started. I I I like I know they had to kill Glenn. They did it in the comic oh, book.
2: Yeah. yeah, he has to die. No, <laughs> and,
1: and they had to do it on the show. But uh, you know, to me, he was he was a key character for me. And um, even man, when it happened, even when it happened in the in the comic books, I stopped reading for a for a solid year. I was so oh, pissed really? off.
2: Yeah, no, That was rough, man. I bought the uh, I bought the compendium. um, So I I bought all the original issues back in the day and I I regret not keeping them obviously because I've I've screwed up from that. But uh, so I I lost those, you know, in in, while moving in the military and everything. So I ended up buying the compendium. Uh, But what's cool is like if you if you go back in the moment that Glenn gets killed in the show and if you pause it right when his head is all smashed in. Uh, and then you put the comic book page side by side. They got it to the T like they did. everything is exact.
1: Yeah. It's- I think uh, Greg Nicotero who does all the effects. Uh, and I think yeah. he probably directed that episode probably took great pains. Oh, i sure. that sure. Yeah. Um, it, it was um, good. But now
2: this, this season is definitely uh if you want, if, if you need a, a reason to get back into the show, cause it's, it's been kind of rough. Uh, I mean, I've been kind of out pencil. of it since
0: the prison
1: Wow, that was season. Two. like season three. Wow, yeah. <laughs> no, you've missed some good.
2: You've missed some good
1: seasons. Yeah, uh, like the CDC
0: blew up, and I was like, "Wait, there's no hope. Why am uh, I here?" Uh,
2: there, one of the <laughs> best seasons after that is with the the the, the uh, I can't remember the the where they were they're eating people. Um, that was a oh good yeah season. yeah
1: yeah the um yeah Alexandria not Alexandria the yeah the. Crap. Now I can't remember. But what yes, they, they, what Terminus, they got, like, Terminus, Terminus.
2: Yeah, Terminus, Terminus. Yeah. That was a good season. There's some good seasons. Uh but there has been some bad seasons. But uh this season was was great.
1: All I mean, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna catch go? up then. I mean what all you know, I I got all this time now. You know, well, I, I, so
0: yeah, I mean, tonight, like, do you want to go into The Walking Dead right now, though?
1: <laughs> I know there's, I, I'm discovering so much. So, uh, you know, you, uh, a lot of people are going to kill me, but I never watched The Office before. So, Ooh. I've been, I've been and, going through that and I was like, wow, these people are really messed up, man. I love this. I'm loving it. It's great. Lucy.
0: is it good? Because I don't know. It, it's never looked appealing to me. Oh, so you've never seen it. I've never personally seen The Office, and like I'll take the brunt of any flack back you get from this episode. Yeah,
1: no, 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 because you're, because you know, I'm going to get it too. I just never, I, I just never had time to even delve into one episode. And uh, yeah, it's on Netflix right now. I was like, well, what, what the hell? What do I have to lose? I was like, wow, this show's really funny. So uh, I'm glad I did.
2: It's, it's good background. It's good background yep. show. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. like, if you're, if you're cleaning your house or you're doing stuff, it's, it's good background stuff. Um. Okay. If you want a good show, it's it comic, it's comic book based. Uh, if you haven't watched it yet, there's four seasons right now. Is Lucifer? Nice. Uh, so that's uh, it's actually DC, and actually they made it canon in the DC television universe.
1: They did, yeah. I thought that was cool. That
2: was, yeah, that was real cool. So there's they they had three seasons on Fox. Fox canceled it. Twitter. Wasn't having it. Nope. <laughs> Twitter tweeted out and Netflix picked up Lucifer immediately, like two days later. Uh, and, and then t- uh, Netflix made a season four. Season five is coming out soon. It's supposed to be the last season, but apparently they're going to do another. Lucifer is amazing. And I'm actually, I, I just binged the whole series right now for the second time. And I'm going to actually start reading the comics now. It's, it's Neil. It, one, it's Neil Gaiman. I mean, come on. Can't go wrong. I love Neil Gaiman. Can't go wrong. No.
1: Everything that man touches turns to gold. Yeah.
2: no Gaiman. Do you, do you uh, check out that dude's
1: Twitter? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, <laughs> he's a funny <laughs> dude, but so eloquent, too. He's the master of restraint,
0: I feel like, when responding to people who definitely uh, – I could not restrain myself in like the way I do it. I would probably elect never to respond, but like he'll respond to people like talking shit. He'll respond to people uh, just saying outright lies. And he just says it in such a like a calm, placid, like uh, way is in like it's 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 remarkable.
2: It's almost better than his books.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, if if you're not following Neil Game on Twitter, definitely do it. I
2: need to I need to get on that. Like I'm not I'm not following him on Twitter. And actually, I'm not I I feel ashamed to say that I'm actually not that familiar with him. I I know the gist of his, you know, I know his main stuff. Uh but when I found out that he was behind Lucifer, I was like, "Holy shit." And then um and then I started watching the show and he actually I think he contributes to the actual t- TV show itself. Um and it's it's an amazing show. If you haven't watched it, it's really really good.
1: That's why it's so good. Yeah, I heard about the uh, you know the Twitter campaign to bring it back, and then Netflix picked it up. Uh, like, they man, yeah, we're Twitter outcry for comic book men, man. What the hell, right, dude? <laughs> I, right, I, we need a hashtag. What's the hashtag? Uh, yeah, I think someone say it started was a save comic book men and. and, um, and... Yeah, no one. It didn't get saved, not yet. Any, I never. Hold <laughs> out. I never. Uh, I never lose hope, though. Oh, oh, but wait let's let's
0: put some let's put some uh, interest in the pockets of Netflix. I mean, let's Gats, say Netflix Gats produces comic for book, man.
2: Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. There's so many outlets. Come right. on, he can do it.
0: They're all right, but like Netflix, no holds barred. You can do anything. You're off of AMC. You're onto like this platform that's like do anything you want. What would you do? With Comic Book Men, how would you change it? Would you make it like do like the hour long episodes?
1: Um, I, I so, uh, have you ever watched Comic Book Men? And if you have not, you can catch all 96 episodes on Amazon Prime Video. Uh, so our first season was only six episodes, and uh, there were six hour long episodes, and um, I, I loved it, I thought it was great. And then subsequent seasons, uh, it was cut down, they were, they were cut into half hour episodes, uh, which I thought worked as well. I think they, they figured it was, uh, you know, a half hour is like more of a sitcom length. And, uh, mm. you know, the, the rule of thumb is you always want to leave people wanting more, which I, I always thought it did. I always thought, um, uh, you know, if you, if you watched and it was over way too quick and, uh, and you would want people uh, clamoring for the next episode. Um, yeah, I, get, I, I, I mean, I really I liked them both ways. I think the hour long episodes, we were able to tell a little more of whatever wackiness we were up to and throw Yeah, off.
0: I always go back to the first season because of that because it's it's more like that uh calm, it's more podcast style yeah, I exactly. want to say. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. And, um, hour
1: and uh, I would love it, Yeah, you know, if there was if there was no holes barred and we could do whatever we wanted. Uh you would hear uh you know on on the AMC show I I would probably conservatively say about 85% of what Brian Johnson said got cut. <laughs>
0: That's about right. Yeah, that's you know, he
1: cuz he couldn't hold back. He couldn't hold back. He knew they wouldn't use it. He knew as he was saying, it, he was like there's no way they're going to use this. This is too But he's also he's also not going to bow down to
2: them. So he's no. going to he's going to do as much as he can until they just give in and accept the, you know, the the lesser of evils of his of his yeah, words.
1: So I mean, a lot of it were were gay jokes aimed at me mere- and <laughs> There there were a lot of of, uh, Chinese jokes, you know, of course, uh, aimed at me. There there was a lot of. You're numb to this, right? You're just completely numb to the Brian Johnson jokes. He's been doing it since 1996. So that's 20. It'll be 24 years now that I've known him. Yeah, you learn to to become (laughs) fools at that point. Uh, But I mean, that's not to say that they weren't funny, though. So I think a lot, you would hear a lot more Brian Johnsonisms. If it were, you know, kind of an unrated, say whatever you want, kind of show them.
2: You know, at this point, I'm almost surprised, honestly, that that Kevin Smith doesn't have, you know, like his own. Uh,
0: Streaming like, solution. Yeah, like his own
2: smod.
0: Troma does. I mean, right. you know, what I mean? feel like, like Kevin Smith's up in that level. You know. I like
2: Kev- Kevin's got enough people. And he's got enough characters and enough stories that he could almost have his own, his own outlet, his own uh, streaming service, almost.
1: Oh yeah, uh, I agree. I think there's enough people. I mean, he's he's got enough content generated by himself. Oh my god,
2: you know? he he could make a he could he could they could do a, a they could do just animated shit. Right. They could do it. He could do an animated. Uh tell him Steve Davin fanboy fucking a uh, Steve Davin fanboy cartoon. <laughs> fucking they could do uh a chasing Amy he could do just all cartoons based off his characters. He's got such a solid fan base that if he if he if he tried something like that, it would skyrocket.
0: Like if Kevin Smith started a Patreon.
2: Yeah. Dude, I'm so invested. I mean, I can see it. I'm I'm so invested into uh the characters from Tusk, like his Johnny, Johnny Depp's character.
1: Oh uh, yeah, Guy, uh, Guy Lafleur. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm at the end of uh, and and Ming, if you can, if you can fucking speak to Kev and then message me and let me know. And <laughs> answer, <laughs> Ming, Are you texting
0: him now? I need Text to know Kevin because now <laughs> because
2: at the end of yoga hosers, it says yoga hosers are coming back. I need to know because I am a big <laughs> fan of yoga hosers, and it said it's coming back, and I need to know because, <laughs> like, all I mean, that's Moose Jaw's, right? Huh? That's
0: Moose what Jaw's, right? That's what it was
1: referring come, oh, to. Yeah, that, yeah, that and, would come back in the uh, the third movie right. in the uh, the Canadian so, trilogy.
2: But you see, he's got like I love how he creates these like micro universes through all of his characters. Uh, it's like he. He's he's created so many characters, so many stories that he literally could have his own fucking app, his own uh distribution I guess of media. And he's got such a fan base that people would fucking pay for it.
0: That's very true. Uh Ming, yeah. how are you doing on time, man? Uh, 45 minutes is definitely up.
2: Oh um, yeah, I'm no, enjoying I, 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 it uh, Whatever. You
1: guys got got uh, throw throw it at me, my my friends. I'm here. Oh, okay, cool. I'm just hanging out. Uh,
2: Uh, I did. Okay, do you guys (laughs) want to hear a totally random, unprompted, unrelated story? Uh, Yes. Yes. Wait a minute. Let me prompt
0: it. We'll fix it in editing. So, Drew, I hear you have a story. (laughs) Expert podcast. Yeah, okay.
2: Uh, No, so I, uh, uh, Scott, I'll send you a picture to go along with it. But, uh, so I, I do, I, I'm in my basement, uh, and so that's where I'm recording right now. And that's where I've been spending most of my time is in my basement. And, uh, through my basement, I have a door through the garage, through a door on the side of the house. And that's where I go out to, to smoke. And at night, that's also where I go out to pee because, you know, who doesn't like peeing under the stars? Well, today... I went out to go smoke and it was daylight and I noticed on my neighbor's house that they have a camera on the (laughs) side of their house that 100% picks up the portion of my yard where I stand to pee. So for the last... You're getting... Several
0: weeks... 100% they're getting phone notifications 100%. every time you leave
2: outside. <laughs> 100% for the last several weeks, my neighbors have been getting notifications of me going outside, pulling my dick out, and taking a piss. So, there's that.
1: And There's uh, no well, doubt, not only do they ca- catch that, and like you said, uh, anytime there's movement, you get a notification on your phone. But, I mean, the fact that they haven't said anything means they enjoy it. So, pee on well, my phone
2: they also
0: (laughs) like the the camera's inching closer.
2: They're not the most fluent in English though, either. So I don't, I don't know what they could be saying about me because I don't speak Spanish, but uh, I promise (laughs) they've seen it all. So at this point, like, do I stop or does it matter? Like there's no doubt they have the footage. So do I just keep doing it? Like who cares? I mean it's peeing- not gonna get any smaller or bigger, so right. I might as well just keep doing it.
1: Right. And you're peeing on <laughs> that's your concern. You're peeing on your property, like you're not crossing yeah. any borders or anything to like your pee's not crossing into their, their territory.
2: No, oh, okay. You're not pissing <laughs> Me, on their house. Relax. Are you? <laughs> I know that I said they're Hispanic. You don't need to bring borders into it. Oh, Calm oh sorry, down. All right, yeah. Don't start
1: building walls <laughs> or anything yet. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. That's the solution. You build a wall, right? And then you pee on the wall, yeah, or
2: yeah. Uh, no, but that camera. But you gotta is- ask them to pay for it. That's the thing. Oh, yeah,
1: for <laughs> yeah. So wait, you're peeing in the direction of the camera, like? Because I would be. <laughs> <laughs> well, Why I didn't know you- the camera was there, Ming. I didn't know the camera was there. I know. Or- Don't you pee against <laughs> a wall normally, or a bush, or something like?
2: No, it's just it's. I didn't realize that they had a camera you pointing just pee into the open void. Well, I have a fence. I didn't know that they had a camera up on their fucking. Is it a chain
0: link fence? How dense
2: are you? Well, there's. I told you there's a camera, so you'll see it. I didn't realize that they had a camera pointing into my fucking yard. Sure. Damn it! I come on. Damn it! I just, it's dark. I didn't know that there was. It was all I knew was it was dark
1: this is so the first Christmas. time I
2: stepped out this door during right. the day and then during the day I see that camera and I'm like oh shit they've seen my dick in night vision for the last few weeks now
1: <laughs> right so I mean they're probably in there laughing at you I mean there's no doubt so I I don't There's, there's gotta be a reason why they didn't come over and they're like yo man like Ola." um <laughs> So the question
2: is then, like Ola, are they are they not coming over because they don't want to make me feel bad because my dick is too small, or are they not coming over because they're afraid because it's too big? I'm gonna go well, with. Wait, wait, wait.
0: Let's pa- let's unpack this <laughs> first
1: <laughs> of all. Pack up, back up. Y'all remember first the old about Taco Bell
2: out. commercials? Going need a bigger box. Right, well, uh, yeah, it's not me, look, it's too small.
0: They installed that camera for security, right. probably, probably because of you. <laughs> they install it, they, <laughs> they look at it, and it's you just openly pissing at them, right? And now you expect them to to, to apologize and change it. I didn't <laughs> know the camera
2: was there, I've never been out there during the day until today. And then but I also, saw the camera. your main
0: concern here. Is that your dick is too small, well, and that's why they're not
2: telling you? Well, I mean, I don't want to give a bad impression.
0: <laughs> Just go go out with like a little rubber. It's hard. They're low pixel kind of devices, right? They're meant to be outside. They record yeah, the record. It's under night
1: vision, so it's not that clear. It's not like high def. It's not like four K or anything. I'm gonna yeah, have bring to, like I'm a gonna little have rubber to hose with them you.
2: for their for their video footage. <laughs> you know what? Maybe they have Ring. I got. I have Ring doorbell. Sure. what if they have fucking ring and they're posting posting me pissing on ring I just look next door and I'm like oh my neighbors are fucking posting me taking a piss every day
0: download the neighborhood app it's like there's like fury every other night <laughs> public urinator
1: <laughs> well, I mean what are you going to do now are you going to hold it or are you going to actually use the your like a real bathroom from now on like what are you going to do just, I mean, like the one you own that's
0: 20 feet like, away is there,
1: yeah, is there not a bathroom in your house like that's okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is Georgia
2: <laughs>
1: yeah no I mean it's upstairs it's just far man
2: I can just walk right out my garage through my okay. basement man
1: okay fair enough I understand um, sort of
2: at this point, kind of. like, if they've already, assuming they've already, obviously they've never addressed me about it, but let's assume that that they've already seen it, so what does it matter at this point? It doesn't. It doesn't.
0: That's, that
2: is definitely the it's answer, is yard. that it doesn't I'm not, matter. I'm not hurting them, I'm pissing in my own yard, they just right. have to see my dick every time. But they don't have to, they can skip past it. If they want to look at it, then... So be it. Next time, I'll just fluff it up before I go out and take a piss. So it's in a bigger form.
1: Right. See, the problem is, like, if you ever piss them off, I mean, pun intended, <laughs> then, <laughs> then, you know, if, you know, if this became either a legal problem or if they have to call the authorities, they'll have all this footage. They're like, well, this guy's been pissing, like, at our camera. In my <laughs> own
2: yard, though. And secondly, Sure. sure. Now I'm not gonna. I don't want to go down this road, but since you brought it up, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, I don't know their legal documentation, and there have been there have been several (laughs) police officers that have been banging on their doors the last couple of months, and nobody's answered, and the cops just leave because nobody answers. And there are so you're just antagonizing them in front of their little little dozen cars that come and go from this house. Every day. Okay. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. So I think nobody's calling the cops on anybody.
1: Okay, so you're free to pee then.
2: Exactly. I can piss where I want. But with that knowledge, you got to also
0: acknowledge that if these cops aren't for the tapes, they are definitely watching them
2: okay that's fine if they've watched it once then it doesn't matter at this point they might as well just keep <laughs> watching and they'll get bored with it and maybe I'll mix it up for them maybe I'll go out there with like a mask on or you know I think it's about time you put on a show and just see
0: if like you get little winks or nods from like the neighbor lady yeah, yeah. I think that's where I think that's the play, yeah, oh, that's the
1: really play. Funny hat. I don't know man you could you could definitely spice it up a little bit for them yeah, see maybe, uh, maybe like it or not, you have a show. Maybe yep.
0: I could maybe I
2: can make something happen
1: this. <laughs> I mean, hey, I, you know It, it
0: I, it's a guaranteed more viewers than the Tim and Drew show.
2: Oh
1: because it's true. Yeah, no oh. way to wait a segue.
2: First off <laughs> first off uh before before you before you gotta go ming one i want to appreciate you and and, and say thank you for the the cameo that that tim 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 did uh i do appreciate it and and i did tweet you shortly after and i said we're gonna do it uh and i still i still am i still want to and and your video and everything you said was was
1: uh very huh it was on the money
2: Yes, it was it was everything I needed to hear. I'm just uh I, I I we but me and Tim actually after that Tim and I re-recorded probably 3 episodes. <laughs> and I, I didn't like any of them. Uh wow. Yeah, I just I, Why
0: are you so hard on yourself? Like what are you what are you looking for in these
2: episodes? I don't know. I don't know, man. You know what it is? is I think, uh, one, well, well, Scott, without going into details, I'm going through some stuff in my life, Uh, but uh, I feel like episode 13, the unaired episode, (laughs) that ruined everything, man. That was such a good episode, and it it, it ruined Tim and Drew's show. Wait a minute. What was episode 13, the one I was on? No, it was the one that probably nobody heard. So, episode. Three. How did it ruin Tim and Drew show if no one heard it? Because that was the one when when Tim's baby mama wanted. to
0: uh, Oh, okay, You're right, 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 okay. So Tim is Tim is now okay. So Ming Tim is now timid to produce. a Tim and Drew show now. Is that what's going on? I'm trying to get it, I'm trying to get things straight here. What? What? What's the what's the hold up? You like is this because Tim's baby mama makes it all no, no, timid? No, no. no,
2: Tim's down, but it. it, 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 it Tim it won't be called Tim and Drew and it won't be any affiliation okay uh, but yeah so Ming here's what happened okay so although we didn't have many episodes uh, we we had and, and and Scott can account for this we had actually a pretty good fan base for a very mm-hmm. uh, a very early and young up and coming podcast okay uh, we had a good bit of listeners we even had some girl uh, some some fan who made stickers for us and mailed them to us I got a sticker for our podcast on the back of my car uh like we had a good fan base um, we had people messaging us you know like hey when's an episode coming out blah blah and I would give them bullshit like oh it's today but it didn't happen <laughs> uh, <laughs> why would you bullshit today when you didn't have it because I don't know <laughs> Uh, I just, I, that's just who I am, but it's so, poor planning. I know. Uh, it it was hard though, man. I got my hours and, and being a husband and a parent and hours and all that. It was hard uh, being an alcoholic. Uh, so we, uh, we did an episode and I don't know how it happened, but anyway, we got to a, the subject where I, I came up with this idea was like, what if there was a, like a baby doll? It's my buddy, my buddy Tim, my co-host Tim, has a daughter. I was like, what if there's a a baby doll that like you get for your daughter, and like as your daughter grows, the baby doll grows with her, and then eventually, you know, like most kids, they grow out of wanting to have a baby doll, and the baby doll just keeps growing, and then it grows into one of those like real life sex dolls, and then the dad can just fuck it and you know have fun well his baby mama didn't like that and accused accused us specifically me of sexualizing her daughter uh, accused me of being a child molester and all this other shit and i was like whoa whoa no no. It was tasteless for sure. Yeah, definitely tasteless. No, no no. I'm not yeah, saying right. it was I'm not saying it was tasteful humor. However you're being, you're, 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 there are some logical leaps, yeah. Yeah, you
1: weren't being serious, I imagine, so
2: Right. And it had nothing to do with her daughter, only her daughter's baby doll. Right. <laughs> so right. so anyway, it became this whole fucking thing. And uh so anyway, the episode was up for like twelve hours. Uh, oh, man, I messaged man. Tim and I was like hey you want me to take it off and he was like yeah well his his baby mama messaged me and was like I already have it saved and recorded it doesn't matter if you delete it I don't care and I was like well Tim she already has it so can we put it back up because this yeah. is a good episode
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow so I mean it sounds like her problem wasn't really with your content it sounds like she just doesn't like you very much
2: yeah well no so I messaged her I, I, which is fair I messaged her on Facebook though <laughs> And I was like, hey, I literally, I messaged her. I said, hey, can we please talk? That's literally what I said. Yeah. And she just replied with, fuck you, pig. And I was like, so I guess we're not going to talk. And then she just blocked me.
1: Wow, so that was it. Um,
2: <laughs> Like, I didn't,
1: I didn't mean. That's not very fair. It's not.
2: And if no, you get, yeah. I mean, from the. When you listen to our pocket, which all of the episodes I have, I regrettably just deleted from the face of the planet. But like from episode one, you get the gist of what me and Tim are about. Sure. And uh, but his 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 his, his baby mama, his child's mother uh, has her own agenda, I guess.
1: It would appear, certainly appear to be that way. Yeah, Yeah. while not you know not the best joke in the world, or you know, it's uh, it's not a joke to die for. I was gonna take it. I was
2: gonna take it to Shark Tank, man. It's an investment. (laughs) That's okay. That's a little better. It's an investment that you want to take.
0: I I think it's much funnier to see you pitching this idea to Shark Tank It's a a parental (laughs) investment to just hear it. If
2: I have a daughter I'm like hey if I buy my my two year old daughter this little baby girl and 16 (laughs) years can I fuck it? Like, What's wrong with that? Why
0: 16? Jesus Christ dude
2: Because I assume I buy it for her when when she's two so then you know 16 years Uh it's 18 I want the doll to be legal (laughs) age you pervert. Jesus
1: man Right, and and I mean, I'm whatever this 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 weird doll that you're describing. They probably have them all over Japan already. So, it's not even a novel idea. I don't think. Right. I don't even think that's an original idea. That's a thought because, like, this is all
0: based on those dolls with like real bodily functions, right? And that, that always confused me. Like, why are people buying people dolls with bodily functions? Okay, but like, think, about the, think it
2: about the guys that are in quarantine right now that have one of those dolls. They're having the time of their life.
0: I imagine they, they are. are. <laughs> I think they're like, at this point, like, <laughs> getting some friction with their dolls. They're it's too much it time with them. the doll.
2: <laughs> they're They're sitting them <laughs> up across the couch from them like, listen, we need to talk. I think we said personalities much are colliding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, the doll's wearing a mask. Like, yeah, I mean.
0: <laughs>
1: that's like half the value
0: of the doll right there, <laughs> taken away with the mask. Oh, my God. Or a third, depends on the doll.
2: Oh, yeah, that's true. Do you think they make midget ones?
1: Oh like don't know what I'm sure truly do. Hey, there's, listen there's something for everyone.
2: I just had wine come out of my nose. I'm sorry. That I don't know where that thought came from, but I mean <laughs> let's just posit this. Let's just let's just ask this.
0: It's, <laughs> do you think they got midget dolls? I mean
2: I'm just being equal opportunistic.
0: That's fair. I mean, I think it's low enough production that they're not. Like worried about representation in dolls yet?
1: All right. I don't know. Yeah. So I mean, clearly, I think her problem was with you, and not necessarily that that part of the podcast. But and while demented and deranged, (laughs) I you know, I don't I I don't think that makes you a bad person. So it's it's uh yeah. So don't feel too bad.
0: Oh, I mean have you heard worse from Mike or, uh, or oh, the definitely, guys definitely,
1: that have been yeah, cut? definitely Brian so I mean you okay. know if you keep this I going I, hey you could have your own Tom, Steve Davis some someday <laughs> who knows man
2: I mean you probably should have heard some of our episodes <laughs> 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 I wish I had I wish I had my back catalog it's gone I I got I got drunk and mad and I just deleted everything from from history it's gone forever. Uh, but I hear
1: you. Well, I mean, at least we have many episodes of the Scott cast to fall back on. We do.
0: Right? The Scott cast uh, is uh, going strong somehow. The only institution.
2: Main, main needs really to stay, unaffected. You know what's funny is uh, we need to bring up uh, uh, fuck, what's the, I don't even remember uh, what the fact Scott.
0: Oh shit. So, you know what? Let's end the episode on let, let's tell Ming a little bit about what the yeah, fact and the, the story this. behind
2: that. So mean, you know that Walt is a Fiend effect. A fiend effect. He's he is well known for his 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 games and such.
1: Unfortunately, and, yes I do. Sometimes very,
2: uh, very <laughs> peculiar. <laughs> you you've
1: got
0: a permanent mark on your body yeah. due to one of you, Walt's games. Yes I do.
1: <laughs> I do. Uh,
2: so a couple fuck, what has it now been Scott, a couple years now? It can It's probably been a year. A year, yeah. A little over
0: a year. It was at it was right before Patreon was announced that you had this interaction.
2: Okay. Uh, so Scott and I we were doing our podcasts and and we created this fake uh, beef between our podcasts. But anyway, uh, he I came up with this with this game called WTF, what the fact, where I I said a fact, but I left a blank in, and the contestants had to fill in the blank. Anyway, like one of the questions
0: was, um, uh, "You, in order to get to Canada from Detroit, you walk blank," and like the blank is supposed to be a cardinal direction, and the answer is south.
1: Okay, yeah, okay, I got it.
2: That was the most. Uh, PG-rated question he could have given you. Sure. <laughs> the only one I ever made on purpose. Listen,
1: I've been on the Scott ScottCast before. I'm a veteran hey, of the ScottCast. There you go. So on here. That's true.
2: Um, so anyway, so I came up with this idea. We played it. We did this whole elaborate thing. We did a whole video. I did a green screen. I did a whole game show. Scott can send you the link to it. We I, We went all out. <laughs> I even did this whole cross-dressing, like, Buffalo Bill thing. It's it's a whole thing. But anyway, we did the game. It was fun. It was great. So then I was like, you know what? This is awesome. And I, I emailed Walt, and I sent it to Walt. Walt emailed me back and told me something that he's never said to anybody ever before. He said, this is the best game idea I've ever been sent by anybody ever. And wow. I was like, holy shit and then he, he asked me for examples so I gave him examples and we exchanged and he said he was going to use it he was like but I'll probably wait and use it for like uh, for uh, uh the fiend of fact when he does his whole gimmick Yep. and he never fucking used it it's been like two fucking years since I said oh, it to him
1: I'm my sure feelings are hurt I'm sure it's in the barrel somewhere and, you know, and and to be fair, I know, you know, you want him to use it and that would be a, a huge honor. But I say keep it for yourself, my friend. This is your, this is. No, your- I do.
2: I do want to bring it back. It was fun. We had so much fun doing it.
0: Yeah. Dude, Drew, maybe like make a whole podcast based on what the fact.
2: That's too much work, dude. You know how much work <laughs> it was to fucking find those facts man, for man. one episode of yours? It was so much work. <laughs> I had sticky notes up the ass. And then I had to like do the whole video thing. But uh you don't have to do everything on video. No one wants to see you. It's not like your
1: neighbors. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, yeah, Save some for your neighbors, man.
2: <laughs> oh, God damn it. I do. Want, I do.
1: You're I do.
0: Peeing in front of their yard, telling them facts, telling them to fill in the blank.
2: I do want to do What the Facts sometime soon. Maybe, maybe I'll bring Tim and Drew show back. Maybe I'll talk to Tim tomorrow. I'll bring Tim and Drusho back in the form of a game show. I like we're that. Bring, you know what? You know, we've what had fact. so much
0: fun today. Like maybe, maybe we'll just do this cast up again. You know, it'll be a great, it's a great combo and we'll maybe we'll throw some What's Some Facts in. All right. But. I guess this is the end of the episode. So like, at the end of every Scottcast, uh we ask a question. I'm kind of afraid to ask it here. Oh boy. But uh, what did we learn today?
1: I learned that you know, before you go outside and pee, <laughs> check around for cameras. <laughs> <laughs> you do know you who know, might be watching. If you
0: if
1: you're using the state of Georgia as your toilet, make sure the <laughs> <room. room. laughs> <Have a laughs>
0: <laughs> that was the best answer to that question so far. <laughs> I, can't, I, I, know, I can't
2: follow up with that. I agree.
0: I, don't, <laughs> I learned that Drew can restrain himself. Ming doesn't realize that, but I've learned Oh, that. wait.
2: Can I be honest with you? Uh, <laughs> okay. Real quick before you end, Scott, remember earlier today when I texted you and I said that I've only had like five shots and two drinks, blah, blah. And then you were like, I'm going to reschedule. And I was like, I'm kidding. I didn't. <laughs> I lied. Did. all of that was true. I've, I've, I knew it was true. Yeah. All right. Hey, but look, like you just <laughs> said, I handled myself well. You did good.
1: I'm glad you didn't fail. I prepared all week for this, and uh, I think we knocked that apart, <laughs> gentlemen. Uh, we're, uh, we're, we're we're awesome.
2: Ming, I appreciate. Yeah, me and you. I have
0: been talking this entire time, <laughs> writing on our
2: whiteboard, talking about all the different ways this could possibly play out. <laughs> Uh so I wanna I wanna bring you. uh I wanna I wanna okay. come up with a new game. I wanna bring I wanna bring me and Mike in and I wanna come up with a game. The four of us do a game together.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Come up with it, we'll jump on with you and uh, and we'll crush you. So
2: Oh that's a challenge. Ooh. All right, <laughs> okay. All right.
0: All right, we'll get that planned soon. So that's on Scott Cast Records gonna happen. Oh, yeah. I'll contact everybody to make sure it happens. Yeah but from the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission otherwise known as ScottCast I do uh, bid the adieu see you later ScottCastigators uh, and then there's a theme and of course this is probably going to be uh, edited in post so all that I it'll we'll so out bad right here, my camera
2: <laughs> can I talk? Can you edit me out? You're going to have to. I can talk. You can talk whenever
0: you want.